Hello, my fellow movie fans, and welcome to another episode of A Feast of Films Theater with your hosts, Matthew Alu and Ethan R. Hill. How's that? That was good. Oh, yeah. Classic. Classic. What's going on, my fellow movie fans? Welcome to another episode of A Feast of Films. I'm Matthew Alu, and joining me, as always, is... Ethan R. Hill. What's going on, buddy? Oh, you know. Just living life, doing the things, being a party animal. Just none of that, really. <laughs> just none of that. Just living the cope. Just living my best COVID life. Yeah. That's pretty much it. I'm it's... not living the life. I'm not doing the party things. And I can't remember what the second one was. That's how my life is going. <laughs> <laughs> sounds uh, at least consistent with the rest of society. Or at least my version of society. We do live in a society. We do. Why is that such a big deal? Anyway, okay, we can talk about that. It's because it's it's man. because it's a meme. It's because it's a meme, and then they put it in a movie. Okay, I'm like yeah, I don't yeah, I don't yeah, get yeah. why it's I'm like okay cool I get it like comic book lines in a film. No, it's the <sighs> thing is it's not awesome. even a comic book line, it. dude. Oh, it's, it's not, not even a comic book line. It's just from it's a meme. It's literally just a meme of like people who like the Joker saying like we live in a society, and it's like it's just stuck and it's been a thing associated with the joker for a very long time oh, okay people online and then they just because <laughs> like people are losing it they're like in the black and white version he says we live in a society and i was like this is not very interesting i don't wait understand. there's different it's not it's not in the color version no apparently it's not in the color version but it's gonna be in the black and white version why is there two different cuts? Of- I, I don't know. Oh my goodness! Why is that? If if you're wondering, we are talking about the Snyder cut, uh, just for no reason at all, because just because you brought it up. But that was a question. I'm glad you answered that, because, and like usual, the answer is ridiculousness. That that's the answer because uh, ridiculousness. No. Anyway, welcome to a feast of films. This is episode I quit twenty eight. We're on I... episode twenty eight now. Don't quit them yet. Nope, I'm done. Don't I'm, quit. I, I'm tapped. You mentioned we, Snyder cut, we, and it's <laughs> we we still have a long way to go. Technically, you started, it, but that's fine. That's fine. Uh, you said society, uh, and I thought you knew. No, 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 you knew what you were doing. No, no I didn't. I didn't know I was going to go there. I was just talking about the general lack of anything because of covid but that's just it's true but uh yeah it's just uh, yeah yeah anyway um today we're going to be talking about our films uh favorite films from 2007 so we're jumping back into the year one for this episode next episode we got a different topic that we're going to be talking about which is um uh, more on the uh, lines of tropes yes yes and are they what like, are tropes who are, what tropes? are they are they good are they bad you know or are they, is, is it okay to have them? So we're going to be talking about that the next episode. But today, right now, we're talking about our best films, or at least films in general, from 2007. And then Ethan's got a question of the day for us. So that's what's going on today. Thank you for joining us. Always happy to have you around. It really just, it makes our day. It really, really does. On well, my day. In a society. Oh, I? shut up, man. I was, in a society. Man, I was like, why stick is that to, such a big stick deal? Stick to Heath know. Ledger. Stick. Just no idea. No idea. Stick to your Heath Ledger impression. Uh, I'm fine with that. Okay, cool, man. I'm glad. It's good. 
Um, so Ethan, what are your uh, favorite films of 2007? What'd you think of the year overall? I think that's kind of, that's kind of the question here we're going with tonight. What'd you think of the year overall and, uh, some of the films that are in it? So like, um, objectively speaking overall, I think the year was fine. Like it was a pretty decent year for films like objectively speaking. Cause I looked over the list and like. A lot of films are ones I remembered enjoying and being like, oh, yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. But when I really thought about like movies that I like and go back to and talk positively about and go like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. I have there's there's four and a half. <laughs> four and a <laughs> like, half. I wonder if ours line up at all. That's what I'm curious. I'm, I am curious I to know. hear that. I am curious. Mine to hear are that. kind of random and all over the place a bit. But like but the, these are films that I really, 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 really liked. Yeah. And like would recommend to people and like straight up have revisited multiple times throughout. Whereas a lot of the other ones are like, even if they are, well, the Transformers is on like is on the 2007 list, but I wouldn't say that's one of my highlights of the year. (laughs) (laughs) It's one I've seen multiple times, but like the first Transformers wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It's still pretty bad. It wasn't that bad. And for the time, it was was pretty dang cool, man. This was, when was the last time you watched it, Matt? Uh, It's been a while and it was on Netflix for a while too. I did not watch it on Netflix. I think I watched it two Christmases ago. I think. That doesn't mean it wasn't. It doesn't, like, I'm just saying there's a lot of good movies re- to catch up on. Like, I haven't watched a lot of these films I'd for say, a while. And I still think some of them are pretty great. Is it, in is the it funniest good, way. Or is it just like, it's okay. No, some of, some of them are pretty great. Well, like okay, my, idea many, year, many, my idea of the year. How many Will Ferrell movies made it to your list? Um, Just wait. Uh, For sure, one. Yeah, I thought so. I saw that and I'm like, that's going to be on Max. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah no there is definitely one on the list like for me this year like how i would say it is it was it was very much a year of mediocrity like there's so much just middle ground in this year where it's like it's not like nines and tens but it's also not like a one and a two like Like, it's more of like that five six six, seven range right yeah um so it's kind of year of mediocrity but there are just a lot of films that were just honestly are some of my favorite films when i just want to turn my brain off and have some fun like you don't think about it you just have some fun so for me it was kind of a great year to revisit and on and some of these there's two on my list that i literally just watched in the last two days so to me i find that very entertaining like those are the two films that i decided to watch in the last couple of days out of all the films you could have chosen. I was like, of course, because they're just fun Seeing. to watch. Like they're just fun. It's a good time. Oh, man. Yeah. I think I figured out my question of the day. I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that for a while. Well, yeah, it is the end of the episode. So don't, I know I just, I had, I was going to bring up something, but I'm like, no, no, I, I'll talk about that later. Sounds um, good. So, uh, but... why don't you like, give us your list of, uh, your films for 2007. So, yeah. So, Mine is kind of, it's weird and all over the place because it's all movies that, like, I came to at different points in my life and I don't think any of them were in 2007. Fair enough. Um, Because, like, the first one that's, like, the, I'll, I'll address the half one. Okay, because, okay. So the half one is Ratatouille. Okay. Because it's a Disney Pixar film and I really like it, but I've only seen it, like, twice. Because, like, I didn't go and see it in theaters, and I didn't really watch it. Again, I've only seen it twice. 
Fair enough. So, I don't. I honestly don't think I've seen that film all the way through. Like I really, it's like one it. of those ones where I've, I've seen bits and pieces of, and I just, I, and not for any particular reason. It's just that's the way it's worked mm-hmm. out. Like whether it's on and I have to go somewhere, or I'm just coming home and it's on. Like a certain part of the film, like I just never have sat down and watched it from beginning to end. See, and I, again, I as someone who has, I've seen it a couple times. I like it. I just never go back and revisit it, but I keep meaning to. So I know I like it. I know it's a good film. I know it is top of my list because it's also Disney Pixar, right? So I can't really like. Well, you can't go really wrong there, yeah. Right. So it's one of those things of like. It's on my list, but it's like a half point because it's not one that I'm like. Someone mentions Ratatouille, and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is the best film in the world. Fair enough. Like, compared to speaking to a lot of those other movies that were on the list, like yeah. this is. Uh, this is definitely uh it's a half point. You get a half point. It's above most of those other films. <laughs> um Yes, quality wise for sure. Like and there was a couple like in 2007, I should note, there was a couple really good films on there. Like they were far and few in between, but there mm-hmm. was a couple of really good films on there too. Like and not just like haha, this is fun for me film, but like an actual quality film. One, I think that's what most of my list is after this one. Because um, Hot Fuzz is also on my list. Mm, yeah, yeah. Because Hot Fuzz is a really, really fun one. Actually, that's one that grew had to grow on me over time. Because I'd seen Shaun of the Dead, and I liked Shaun of the Dead. And then Prosser kept talking nonstop about Hot Fuzz and how great it was. I'm like, okay, it's not that great. It's no Shaun of the Dead. And he just kept going on and on about it. And he showed me <laughs> a, the first time, and I'm like, okay, it was funny, but it wasn't that funny. And then I watched the second, I'm like, okay... That was funny, but still not as funny. Third time, okay, it's funny. I'm liking it. And, like, I've seen it, like, six or seven times now, and I'm like, this is one of the funniest like, films out there. It, it like, is really, really good. I love Hot Fuzz is on my list, too, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tell you which list it's on when we get there. That kind of reminds me of my uh, Napoleon Dynamite experience. The first time I watched it, I was like, this has got to be the dumbest movie I've ever seen. The second time I watched it, I thought it was hilarious. And I have no idea why. It just had two completely different reactions. Then the See, third time, the I think opposite. I was somewhere in the middle. But, like, the first time, did not find it funny. Second time, I thought this was the funniest shit I've ever seen. But overall, like, that's it's one that it grew on me over time. And, like, it's just got some really clever comedy. It plays on the action tropes really well. Yeah. The villains are hilarious. The cast all is absolutely amazing. And, like... Tommy Pegg and Nick Frost again, as always, knock it out of the park when they're just a, yeah, such a great duo, such a great and then duo. The direction from Edgar Wright is just like on point too. Like, like he just he's he's one of the great directors out there. I I can't always look forward when he says he's going to do a new film. Yeah, and Timothy Dalton is in that movie too. He's, he's so great. good in that. He's so great. <laughs> the the Neighborhood Watch Association or NWA. Yeah. <laughs> Like, there's just so many little things in there that are so funny that if, like, like, some things would just go over, like, your head. And I think that was the problem when I was watching it originally. Yeah, um, same. Like, I didn't... Like, like I just... So many, I wasn't catching on to things, yeah. So many references that I just didn't get or that I didn't really pick up on. And then as I grew as a person and took in more, the more references I got, the more I picked up on. And it's just, like, it, it's just good comedy. Yeah. Yarp is a Yarp is a daily thing that I say in my Yeah, life. yeah, Yarp. Yarp. Narp. Narp? Good. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, yeah, it's I'll just say Yarp to people and like 
some people know what it is, some people don't. But at yeah. the end of the day, it's just something that puts a smile on my face. Absolutely. Um, next on my list would be Sunshine. Did you ever watch Sunshine or no? No, I haven't. I have no idea even what you're talking about. I've never even it, heard of so this. What is this? What is this? It's a Danny Boyle sci-fi film. Yeah, I got you know the guy who did like um, you know Danny Boyle, right? Yeah, yeah. I know what you're um, talking about there. Yeah. Twenty eight days later, mm-hmm. I'm blanking on a bunch of other films, <laughs> but uh, but uh, no, it's a sci-fi film where it's uh, the year twenty fifty seven, I think. Oh, okay. And the sun's dying. So they launch a bunch of astronauts with the nuclear load to go and reignite the sun. They go missing. So they send a second team with a new payload. <laughs> That's always a good solution. To, yeah. To try and reignite the sun and possibly find out what happened to these other missing astronauts. Right. And it's basically just this like psychological thriller horror movie about people in space on this super fantastical science or futuristic spaceship. Like, and it's cool. I don't want to say too much without giving it away, but it's just like, it's really well done. There's really good tension. Uh, Chris Evans is in it. Uh, Killian Murphy's in it. Huh? Oh gosh. I'm trying to remember everyone. Why have I never heard of this? I don't know. It wasn't really well received, but I love it. It sounds interesting enough. It's, it is, it's really fun and it's kind of, cool because it's again it's all these um all these astronauts are also kind of like they know there's a chance they'll never see their family again right they know they know the risk right so yeah this kind of tension where it's like we'd like to get back home but we know we can't and if anything goes wrong we probably won't be able to yeah basically imagine apollo 13 except for like a lot further away than the moon fair enough like but highly recommend it Really well acted, really fun story. People are torn on the third act. I enjoy it, but a lot of people are really torn on how it kind of ends up. But hmm. Well, I will have to check this out. You should. It's you called should. Sunshine. Just Sunshine, yep. Sunshine. Okay. Um, next on my list is Zodiac. You ever watch Zodiac or no? Also, that's a no, no for me. I have not watched that. So Zodiac is another, it's a David Fincher film. And it's another one of those films that I found out was his after, like, I think I've already talked about David Fincher several times on the podcast, but he's one of those surprise directors where, like, I watched all of his movies, or most of his movies, before realizing they were all his movies. Oh, and then afterwards you're like, whoa, I did not know that was one of his films. I guess he's one of my favorite directors. (laughs) Well, what, he directed that? Oh, damn. And that? Oh, man. I guess he's a favorite. Pardon me, one second. (laughs) Prosser, cut that out. He probably won't. (laughs) Well, then everyone's going to hear how terrible of a person he is. How how horrible. (laughs) If you play that burp backwards, you'll actually hear me tell the truth about Prosser. That sounds about right. Yep. Um, But Zodiac is... It's honestly kind of what it sounds like. It's well, okay. I guess that's that's a broad thing. I always forget how broad the term zodiac yeah, is. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I was but just gonna my... say that might be a bit broad. <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds like. Zodiac, okay, so like that works when if I you're hear like zodiac, pumpkin killer. Like, this is exactly what it sounds like. Okay, but when I hear zodiac, I think zodiac killer. That's yeah. that's yeah, because of 
the amount of time I've spent studying serial killers, that kind of stuff. I mean, that's what I think of too, but it, it just is pretty, it is pretty like, yeah, well, general. Because, you know, the Zodiac is kind of like an astrology thing. Like there's it so is, many, yeah. like. Depends, so, depends whose viewpoint you're looking at from. Exactly. But it's, it's about the Zodiac killings. Um, and it's a bunch of journalists trying to figure out who the Zodiac killer is. And the police, too, I think. I haven't watched in a while, but it's... Also the cops, maybe. I don't know. They were busy with other shit. Some guy was, like, jaywalking, so they're like, we should probably deal with that first. Probably, yeah. Probably. <laughs> but, like, honestly, dude, it's so good. The cast is stacked. But it's just, it's a really, 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 really well-made movie. Is RDJ in that one, too? Yes. Oh, okay. And Jake Gyllenhaal, too, I think. Oh, Okay. Um, I have neither seen of them are the titular killer images or killer. Um, titular, titular character, ticky titular, titular characters. It's like uh, Worcestershire sauce. It's like Worcestershire. Oh yeah, and you got uh Mark Ruffalo as well. Oh nice. Um, you got Brian Cox. I thought there was more notable names in it, but <laughs> you're just like, never mind. That's it. <laughs> Either way, it's a good cast. Really good cast. Really well executed movie. Again, like, honestly, like, I'm. I can't say enough positive about it. If, if you don't like real life dramas, though, I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, but, like, probably. I mean, I, it sounds interesting to me. I just mean, like, yes. I, and it's a two and a half hour long movie. So it's, it's right. a bit of a commitment, but. Two and a half it's a hours. Good it's a good two and a half hours. Like it's a it's a mm. well spent one, and it's tense. Like, mm. okay. I mean, I sat through Darkest Hour for you. I bet you you haven't sat through any of the movies I told you to sit through. Uh, I don't even remember. Think so. One of the Didn't movies you told so. me to say, listen, but I me like either. I like dogged you to sit through Darkest Hour. And it was and a good was sit terrible. through. You just didn't appreciate it. You just did appreciate it, I don't know. Man. Prosser also didn't appreciate it. Well, Prosser's an idiot. <laughs> Never mind. I love uh, you, Prosser. Speaking... I love you, man. I love you, man. Uh, Which was a great film. It was. It was an amazing film. I showed that to him, and he loved it. See, so he does have good taste. Yeah. Well, uh, my final... That's up for debate. He has... I mean, he's been my roommate for 10 years. I don't know how good of taste he can actually have. <laughs> That's kind of the key point here. Who would choose to keep <laughs> evidence with category A? <laughs> Your honor, this is like our top layer of evidence, right here. Biggest point. Biggest point. I'm not a lawyer. He clearly, still lives with this guy, and that's kind of weird. <laughs> it's questionable um, at best. Final pick though is a kind of surprising one, probably, but I don't know. I feel like you've seen this one. Uh, Bridge, to Bridge to Terabithia. No, I haven't seen that one. Oh my goodness, man. I'm you surprised how many movie. of our films are not lining up on this, but okay, yeah. So Bridge to Terabithia, you need to watch it and it'll make you feel things. And that's all I'm going to say on it. Oh I, man, I don't, don't want to anything else. I, th I feel like we have talked about this before, though. Or uh, all maybe I know is there I... were other films you were like, you're going to feel stuff. And I was like, I don't want to. I mean, I can talk about Dear Zachary again if you want. <laughs> oh yeah no we already <laughs> talked about that that's that's no no um no no it's, just, it's a good it's a good family film that's the best way i can put it it's very very heart-wrenching though like expect to be hurt 
and the and the trailer does not reflect the movie in the slightest like you think it's going to and like yeah no it's definitely more of like a childhood drama than it is actually like a fantasy film it's yeah because that's what i always thought it was and i was like not interested no thank you yeah dude like it's it is no like all the fantasy stuff i'll tell you this much all the fantasy stuff that's in the movie just covering it's just in their it's just in their imagination like it's it's not actually like happening uh it's basically essentially terabithia is this fictional world that the kids make up to escape Hmm. yeah like in that it gets heavy but like in the best way possible it's that we surprised prosser with it because we didn't tell him anything that happened we're just like yeah just watch this movie he's like okay (laughs) okay and he was wrecked he was destroyed. This, like, this is what, why are we trusting Prasa here? You're just like, watch this movie. He's like, okay, like he should at least ask more questions. Come on, Prasa. You know Ethan. You know Ethan. You know he's always up to no good. I like to emotionally destroy people with films. It's, I know. It's... That's why Prasa should know ahead of time to ask some questions. Don't just watch stuff. Look, you're what's sneaky the point like of watching that? a you're movie sneaky. if you're not going to feel something? Well, it's okay to feel stuff, but like, what if you don't want to feel things? What's the point? My whole list, once you're done here, is the point. That's why I was going to say. But I, I, I expressed to you Lion King and how I didn't feel anything about Lion King until I saw it in college for some reason. Like, I never uh, was sad when Mufasa did died. Did you say that? Maybe. I think, I want to say when we talked about the remake. But like, oh, I used yeah, to maybe. never feel anything. When uh, Mufasa died, I used to like, me and my sister would joke about it. <laughs> and then I Monster. moved away. Moved away, went to college. It was showing in theaters in 3D, and for some reason, I just broke down when he died. It just killed me. Just and I'm lost like, is it. This what, is this what being an adult is? <laughs> I don't like this. Why am I feeling things now? Is this what being an adult is? <laughs> I feel Basically. things. This is some bullcrap. <laughs> no one told me you start crying when you hit a certain age. Jeepers. <laughs> oh, dude. If I know, like, the, like guys in like their 40s and stuff it gets worse apparently guys just be balling all the time like dude what I'm the hell <laughs> hey I, i'm comfortable in my masculinity i'm okay crying a bunch hey man no problem with crying it's just funny that like so many people all of a sudden emotions just start coming out of nowhere i think we just suppress them so much for so long my it's emotions just like, yeah then i just gotta let all my emotions out all at once in, in my 40s it's cool exactly yeah it's again i don't have a long totally list, mentally like, healthy totally i don't have healthy. a long list but all my movies i highly recommend like there and there's a little bit of everything for everyone because you got like your comedy action movie you got your yeah family film you got your family film that's gonna like destroy you you got your like hard-boiled detective <laughs> movie and then you got like your weird sci-fi your stuff film that will destroy you oh man if you want to make your kids cry like there we go i mean like we had land before time right so it's like it's one of those things where it's like it's it's not afraid to traumatize the children watching it how about you matt how was your year how was your 27 27 uh my year 27 was pretty non-existent to be honest it was uh yeah i have been drinking water and coffee and no water and tea, and I I, I, I don't I, know why I'm slurring so much. I'm water and I'm drinking water and coffee and tea. 
Okay there, Reginald. Let's calm down there. <laughs> Reginald. <laughs> okay. Give me some yeah, rum. <laughs> Need some rum. Where's the rum gone? Anyway, okay, so for 2007. How was your 2007? My list is longer, and then I decided to like categorize a couple like movies that I was like, these are very like a mediocre list, mediocrity list for everybody, just in case you wanted to like watch some super mediocre stuff. Um, (laughs) so my first my first list here that I have for you guys is my uh turn off your brain fun list these are kind of like my best films of 2007 um i will admit in general they are not like spectacular standout films but damn when you're feeling down and you're just like i just need to turn my brain off and have some laughs and not actually think about what's happening these are go-tos they're so good um some are action some are comedy some are a little bit of both so let me break down to you my list of 2007 um, so let me start off with the two that I've actually watched in the last couple days. Number one, 300. Freaking love 300. It's okay. Dude, dude. Yeah, but I love it. Listen, I'm not saying, again, these are like the best films ever, but I love 300. Now, you don't, I watched it today. And you, it's, just love, it's, you just love Leonidas. <laughs> okay, yes. I, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Leonidas, man, Nothing great leader. I love, I love the, I love the, uh, what's, I'm trying to think of the word. I was like, the, not the theatrics of it. Um, hmm. um, um, no, no. What's the, what's the, t- uh, uh, why can't I think of words when I'm doing the podcast? Or making videos or writing things. I'm like, I know words, but I, I swear I know words, but I just can't think of them. Now. Oh, the romanticization of like all of that, right? Of like leadership, of like strength and honor, like all that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah. So if you're just like a dude who just wants to be like, hell yeah, well then just watch this film because it's just, it's fun. Like it's a lot of great action. There's a lot of people getting things chopped off. It's a great great time a lot of that like male testosterone strength and honor stuff and leonidas is great gerard butler did excellent oh gerard butler's i think super underrated i i I love super underrated man like he's such a he is a really good actor and he keeps like he always ends up in these really odd movies uh but like his performances in them are always really good and then there's David Wenham for some reason in that movie, but I like him too. Yeah, and Michael Fassbender's in 300. I was like, yo, Michael Fassbender. I didn't even know that guy was in there. He looks weird with long hair. He yeah, so it, weird it was weird. Hair. And it's like, yeah, there's just a couple actors in there too where you're like, oh, that dude's in there. Didn't notice that before, but cool. I'm sorry, uh, I was so distracted by their abs. I was so distracted by their rippling abs. And then, then I look at myself and I'm like, oh man, I'm fat. Never mind, back to the movie. Abs, yeah. You just grab a Sharpie and just start drawing the abs <laughs> on your belly. It's like, I'm a Spartan too. <laughs> this is Sparta. Like, there were so many cool things, right? Like, there's just like, like the dialogue wasn't great. And the overall story is like, you know, it's it's the romanticization again of those events that took place. It's a um, very visually appealing movie. 
and visually yes it it does look it does look great um but it again it's just one of those ones you just turn your brain off have some fun watch your dudes get hacked up and like if you're a chick you're gonna watch a bunch of like rip dudes walk around shirtless like it's a pretty good deal man for everyone involved so uh 300 that's on my turn your brain off have some fun list in 2007 second one that i watched not today but yesterday blades of glory and that's the one that i'm course, assuming of is, course is that fail. yeah i knew you were th- i'm like i'm 100 sure that's the one it's the dude who did like napoleon whatever the hell his name is and will ferrell john john heater and will ferrell and honestly john heater? Like, okay i think it's heater or header but i could be wrong either way um honestly when I saw Blades of Glory, it was like once a long time ago. Yeah, it's funny. I, I did enjoy it quite a bit. It is very funny. Like, it's yeah. ridiculous and it makes no sense. But as like, a turn movie. your brain it shouldn't off, work, man. But... Yeah. Oh, exactly. But, but, but it but it does. And I think it's like their character dynamics, like coming together. Right. Like there's a lot the of grace, a lot of great like uh, tension and conflict in that film. And then like just like even like the villainary characters played by uh Ah, uh, see, man, like I try to. Uh, is it Amy Poehler and Amy Poehler and Will Arnett? Yeah, and then Pam, uh, from The Office, Jenna Fisher is like their like sister or whatever. But she's all super nice, and those two are like complete jerks, and they're at some kind of weird love thing going on. Like it's just it's just funny. Anyway, it's just a really great uh film like it's just so much fun like i laughed so hard i showed my daughter she did not find it as funny we also watched the nutty professor professor the nutty professor earlier that day and i was busting a gut because i was like i forgot how funny this film is and then watching it as an adult again because i haven't watched it for years and years i was like like the i'm assuming you're talking with eddie murphy Murphy. yeah yeah never i've never seen it dude it's super funny at least i found it really funny but my daughter was like Meh. And I was like, what do you mean, meh, man? This is hilarious. But, like, whatever. She didn't enjoy meh. it. You're a dop. <laughs> I mean, that that's not from 2007, but it, it's an older film than that. But uh, it's, like, 90s or whatever. But anyway. But, yeah, no, like, Blades of Glory, so much fun. These two guys, they're competitive skaters. Like, they get in a fight, then they have to, in order to get back into skating, they have to, like, team up and be in. They're the first, like, two men paired figure skaters in the competition and again it's just it's such a stupid and ridiculous and funny concept and the fact that you could make a film about like figure skating in general that isn't like serious like that's a comedy that appeals to so many people it's just i don't know it's a funny film and i really enjoy it so uh you want a great time for 2007 blades of glory turn your brain off have some fun next one on the list hot rod this one (laughs) this one is also really great did you think I was going with that one, too? I didn't even see it on my list, in all honesty. But it's one of those... Hot Rod is one of those ones that, like... I don't hate it when I watch it, but I never feel the need to go back and watch it again. And it's oh, another man. one of those ones where it's, like... It's, like, most... It's, like... I know it's not an Adam Sandler film, but it's, like, most Adam Sandler fil- films where it's, like... I understand why people like it, but I don't get it. But I understand why Fair people enough. like it. And it's fun. Like, it, it was a fun time. I didn't hate it when I was watching it. But uh, I didn't I didn't connect with it. Dude, I could watch that. I don't know. Maybe because, like, we're always, like, just such a, like, 
our like group were pro like i don't know sometimes i'm like man we were just like just music nerds and whatever and drama nerds and whatever like we just did like crazy stuff but i don't know i felt like connected to that whole group of guys <laughs> like guys i'm like i feel like this is our crew like we think we're like oh yeah cool as hell guys but we're really just like dancing in the parking lot all weird and strange and shit like i just i don't know but that film makes me laugh so hard every time I see it. And I do go back and watch it. Like, it's one that I see on Netflix or whatever. Like, I'm watching it, man. I'm watching it. Like, it's not even a question. As soon as I see it, I gotta watch it. Um, I probably actually watched that one the most out of all the things on this list. When I look at them. Because, I don't know. Like, it's just... It, it, it's very appealing to me. And it makes me laugh pretty hard. So, especially when he's doing, like, the dancing in the woods and then like trips over the log and like falls down the hill for like 20 minutes man that gets me every time and i don't know why i don't know why it's a guy falling down the hill <laughs> just kills me every time man every and that's what's time. important and again that's what this list is about right like this isn't shakespeare man but it is great if you just need to have a laugh and have some fun turn your brain it off should be shakespeare watch hot rod watch hot rod next one hot fuzz feels like there's a lot of hot gloriness going on right now but uh hot fuzz ethan already talked about on his list some peg nick frost again fantastic film and a lot smarter than a lot of people give it credit for um like i don't think it's as dumb as uh like nick frost and uh well simon peg specifically like they, they he makes like really like his comedies are pretty smart at the end of the day um like they're just really well thought out very calculated um like it's not like kind of like will ferrell where it's just like oh screaming and whatever else is funny uh like they're just very like precise jokes and you get it or you don't get it kind of thing right um there's a yeah lot the of film itself is really really enjoyable yeah like there's things like you'll miss and then you go back and watch it and then obviously you find them the next time but uh, it's it's not a definitely not a waste of time. Really, really fun film. Uh, hot fuzz. Uh, next one, turn your brain off. A lot of people don't like this, but I actually don't mind it. Live free or die hard. This is the fourth die hard movie that had uh, what's his name? What's his name? Bruce Willis. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> John McClane? Oh, shit. <laughs> this is Die Hard. Who had that guy? What's that guy? Bruce Willis. <laughs> it is. <laughs> like, you're not wrong, but that's not really who I was talking about. You mean John McClane, the character that he plays? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I'm having such, like, a... Look, man, it was a... a brain a fart day today. Justin Long. That's the guy. Okay. And Timothy Oliphant. It's in that one as well. Um, a lot of people don't like the new Die Hard films. Like, the fifth one's terrible. The fifth one is truly awful. Like, don't watch it. But this one, even though it's a little ridiculous and it's not classic Die Hard, you know, really tight spaces, cop running around, no shoes, just a regular cop. Um, it's still just a lot of fun. Like, just turn your brain off and have a good time. Because this was actually a fairly decent film and had a lot of moments where it was like yeah man 
this guy freaking died, like hard to kill like he ain't just gonna die so it was great he's i thought that one was really fun hard he's gonna live free yeah or die hard um so that's another one turn your brain off have some fun watch some action it's a good time norbit is another this one's from eddie murphy and this one like it's not like his best stuff um it's kind of like him miss it had barely made it on the list it like skimmed its way on but like it's not terrible and it has some really funny moments as well but of course it's eddie murphy playing like doing the multiple parts thing like he's the main guy and the girlfriend i think Something like is that. he just the two characters? I, it's another. No, one he's the seen. third character as well. He's the dad. He's like the Asian adopted, like the Asian guy adopted Norbit, and I think he's the dad as well, who's Asian. It's weird. It it wasn't. It's not a bad film though. Like it's pretty funny. Again, this is a year surrounded by mediocrity, so like none of these films are Shakespeare or like you know, Oscar winners, but uh, they're pretty good. Transformers, another great one to turn your brain off, have some fun. Ethan apparently doesn't like it or doesn't think it's very good. And I thought, especially at the time in 2007, where we hadn't had anything like that, that was pretty damn good. It wasn't bad. It's, it's one was of those terrible. ones. It's got, it's got prequel syndrome for me where it's like, yeah, it was good at the time. But upon reflection, like, who was that movie for? Who like anybody who like... just wanted to see robots fight each other? I think that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And like weird and like. Young guys who were like, man, Megan Fox is a babe. And creepy old guys who were like, Megan Fox is a babe, man. That's pretty much who it was for. Man, it's a good, it's a decent target audience. And not, be honest, they hit the mark. <laughs> but it could have just been, it could have, it could have just, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm Kinda just a crotchety, whatever, but grumpy like, old. To be month, fair, out of like the a... Bay movies, it is not the worst one. I out mean, the like, Bay true. Transformers films, like... It's arguably the best one with the most plot. That makes sense. Anyway, great one to turn your brain off and have some fun. Watch some robots fight. It's a good time. Super bad. Did you watch Super Bad? Surprise! Yes. On your list. Um, I watched Super Bad once and I liked it. Yeah. But I didn't like it enough to go watch it again. There you go. There you go. It's a. It is pretty fun. I think I've watched it like maybe three times in total. Um. It's got some really great, like, just laughs in there, though. Like, and just things I think have stuck around in our culture for, like, well, like McLovin is still a thing, right? Like, if you talk about McLovin, like, everyone knows what you're talking about. Like, no one's confused where that came from. I'm trying to think about any other references that come from that movie specifically. Other than McLovin? Yeah, probably not too many, but Seth Rogen and, uh... Oh my gosh, I am going... Bill Hader, if I literally have one more brain fart, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. I hate okay, when next I time I'll just say I cannot uh, remember when I can't see like can't see can't remember people. Anyway. Super bad. Go watch it. That makes Funny. no sense. Laughs. That makes no fen- sense. So the next next year for 2006, I'm going to talk about accepted. I'm just going to say that here. You're going to talk about I, accepted. I thought accepted came out after super bad no it came because, out before but jonah hill's in both yeah but no one knew who ex- jonah hill was he's a college and ex- student and accepted. accepted and then he's a high school student in super bad but no one knew who jonah hill was till super now bad. everyone knows who he was everyone knew who he was after that no one knew about him beforehand like you went 
it's one of those things where you go back and watch a film and you're like, hey, that guy's in there? You did not know that. Because they just weren't. Yeah. I love Accepted too. We'll definitely talk about that next time because that is great. Such a good movie. So, dude, I watch. That's another one that I, if I see it, like, I'm watching it. I'm watching it. Straight up. And again, um, <sighs> okay, I'm going to just keep moving on because I can't. Justin Long, obviously, in that film as well. But I'm just going to keep moving on here. We're just going to do some quick fire ones now just to fill up the list. Balls of Fury. That one was pretty funny. It's a ping pong Never one. Never saw it. <laughs> Um, it's got, uh, it's got, uh, Christopher Walken in it. It was a lot, he's a lot of fun. It's like some weird crime Lord stuff and high stakes, ping pong and weird Asian dudes with crickets and stuff. It's, it's great. It's a fun time. Watch it. Balls of fury. Shoot him up. That's one with Craig Owen and Paul Giamatti where he literally is like John Wick, I guess. And like murders everybody with everything. That no, one's fun. Okay. Not so a lot of thinking, but pretty fun. I haven't seen it yet. Proster wants to show it to me. It's Looney Tunes. It's super Looney. Like, it's it, super... No, it's, it's... It specifically is Looney Tunes because uh, Clive Owen always has a carrot. And he's Bugs Bunny. And Paul Giamatti is Elmer Fudd. Did not see it that way. Apparently, that's what it is. Apparently, uh... that's the whole shtick is that it's an action movie, but Looney Tunes. I haven't seen it. He does always have a carrot and he does murder people with said carrot. Um, I I don't, yeah, I don't, maybe. Either way, it's a fun time, man. Don't think about it too hard, though. Don't think about it too hard. Just just sit back and enjoy it. Um, The last one on my turn your brain off and just have some damn fun in 2007 was Mr. Woodcock. This was like a really, I felt... I don't know if it was underrated or not, but it was just a really below the radar comedy with Billy Bob Thorne and Sean William Scott. Maybe their names were just too long to put on the box beside each other and people got confused. I don't know, but it was a fun one too. Uh, let's see if I remember Mr. Woodcock is like a gym teacher who is just like a total dick to this kid. And then when he comes back as an adult, Mr. Woodcock starts dating his mom. So that's always, <laughs> that's always a fun one. Uh, so anyway, that's my list of fun films from 2007. Um, just turn your brain off and just have a great time. Just have some laughs, man. It doesn't have to be the best freaking movie ever. It doesn't have to be a 9 out of 10 to enjoy it. Just have some fun. Don't worry about the world around you. When COVID gets crazy and you're like, I can't handle it anymore. Go to the movies from 2007 because there's just some really great stuff in there. Um, not so there's great. some really okay stuff in there. <laughs> no, there's some really okayly great. Okayly great. Greatly okay. I think that's it. There's some really greatly okay stuff in there. Um, again, it's not like the best. Uh, some stuff that's not. Oh, Grindhouse was in there as well. That's pretty good. Um, but a couple other ones that were just like super mediocre. Uh, there was like a weird group of like. Do you notice there's a lot of like threes that came out that year? Yes. That were like I did pick up on that. Not great. Spider-Man three, Cinderella three. Like what? There was there was a third Cinderella. I didn't even know there was a second Cinderella. But okay. Yep. Shrek the third, Rush Hour three, all mediocre at best. Um, Simpsons movie that was okay. Yeah. It Again, was fun. okay. Born Ultimatum. I thought that was an okay one in the Born franchise. I've, honestly, I've only seen the first 45 minutes of the first Bourne film. And <laughs> oh, Bourne, there no, you go. And 
Born Legacy, which I loved. I actually really liked Born Legacy too. I feel like that's almost um, blasphemy to some people because like, it wasn't even Matt Damon, but I liked it. It, it was, was good. Really good. Jeremy Renner yeah. was really good in that film. That was an enjoyable one. That's for sure. Uh, Mr. Bean's Holiday, nowhere near comparable to the Mr. Bean's movie or the TV series. It was not as great, but mediocre. Like, you know, solid six or five, something like that. Um, there was a Halloween reboot, the Rob Zombie one. It's funny because they've like rebooted Halloween again since then, but also called it just Halloween. So no, this one was Rob Zombie's Halloween. Yeah, this was Rob Zombie's Halloween. But it, they're all they're like, I don't know, man. Let's come up with some new titles than just Halloween. Because if Let's you're just come up with some new franchises. Well, no, yeah. Well, there's that. What? Whole, there's that whole said fact that? too. What? But like, I there's get a, it. When there's a like, weird ghost in the house now. <laughs> Make some new content. Stop I, with the remakes. Like, I Who get needs it, man. another I, sequel? I, I get it, dude. Like, when you want to bring back something that's been gone for a while and you just want to call it, like, Rambo or whatever, like, you just give it, like, some t- like Logan or just, like, the title, right? Cool. But they're like, like, they remade Halloween. They're like, this is a fresh start- restart. It's just called Halloween. Then a couple years later, they're like, we need a new fresh restart. <laughs> this one's just called Halloween. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. You guys, at least give it maybe like a subtitle or something. Because if I just say Halloween, you're like, which one of the eight? Or whatever, that are just called Halloween. Anyway, that one actually wasn't bad. I didn't mind it. Um, No Country for Old Men, which a lot of people say is really great. I watched it. And I don't think it's I right. just I think I'm too stupid to get it. I didn't really get it. I was like, okay, it's not bad, but it's not amazing. Like it's not like it's not as good as everyone says it is, but it's still a solid flick. Like, like yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like it's still like solid. I just I I just don't feel like I got it. You know what I mean? Like I didn't understand yeah, no, a lot of the that. decisions in the film. Um, like you're following the main character around, and then he dies off screen, like just really suddenly, like without any fanfare or consequent like it was just odd like it was just odd i didn't get it i'm like i don't get this film but okay that's fine um like it i thought it was like a good six or i thought it was like a seven probably so like yeah like we said kind of that mediocrity level um the mist it's got sam witwer in it did you know that i just watched that the other day it's got a bunch of like uh walking dead alum as well yeah and it's it's again not a great oh, and Captain film. Holt. Not Captain Holt's in terrible. It. Um, yeah, exactly. Like it's there's fun. so many people. If you watch one. The Mist, you're like, oh damn. That is literally a grocery store of people who you're like, I didn't know that person was in this movie. I watched that one a little while ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, the ending is ago? like, dude, that sucks. <laughs> but like... it, um, that's not how the book ends. And the Stephen King actually prefers the movie ending. It's oh really he's like oh it's, that was gold <laughs> it's one of the few adaptations that he loves because he's like yeah i know you had the balls to do what i didn't so he's like oh man great call great call um let's see a couple left on this like just you know not bad i am legend pretty you know it's good not great not terrible it was it was a movie yeah, well, it, it, we literally just said this is the list of it's a movie. <laughs> uh, National Treasure, Book of Secrets, 
And uh, yeah, you leave national treasures alone. They are <laughs> national treasures. <laughs> they're they're all right. They're all right. They're like a good seven, man. They're like a You're solid right. seven. They're a solid seven. At least this one was. I think this was the sequel. I don't think this was the first one. Yeah, that's the second one. I think it's the sequel. And if I remember correctly, the sequel was not as good as the original. Probably. I don't know. Maybe. Alien Alien v. Predator Requiem, which was the sequel, Oof. which I thought was better than the first AVP. I thought the first AVP was pretty boring. This one, at least, was somewhat more interesting. No, this one was just horror movie, but with Alien and Predator in it. It was just a slasher film, because it was like, hey, look, it's a bunch of horny teenagers, and there's some military guys, but, like, it's mainly the horny teenagers. Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> I was okay with not... that. I was okay with that back in 2007, man. It just didn't make any sense, man. It, just it didn't, didn't have to. Make... didn't have to. It's not that kind of film, man. But on the other hand, there were some there were some pretty good films that came out that year too. Like you said, Ratatouille, uh, the Bucket List, Bucket List with Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson. I'm kind of a sucker for like those old man movies where they're just like, yeah, let, before we die, let's go do this crazy adventure thing. Like, yeah, and they make a lot of old people jokes. I find that funny. Uh, what's that one? Last Vegas, I think it was called. Also had Morgan yeah. Freeman. I thought that was pretty funny too. I don't know. I just like seeing old guys try and do shit. And it's just hilarious. Because they're just slow and old. Whatever. <laughs> and, uh, like, There Will Be Blood. A Daniel Day-Lewis film, right? I haven't seen that one, but I always get it confused with No Country for Old Men. <sighs> yeah, it's not the same, but, uh, that was a really, really, a lot of people feel like, I think, a lot of people feel like that's one of his best films, so, um, it, it is a really solid film. But, like, again, those are, like, three out of, like, how many did we go through? And those are three, like, really solid films. Everything else is just so, like, mediocre. But it doesn't mean it can't be fun. It doesn't right. mean it can't be fun. Like I said, just turn your brain off. Don't think about it. Just have a good time. Just don't worry about it. Sorry, guys. That was, like, a huge list from 2007. I probably overdid it. But I was like, there's so, like, because I wasn't putting a list together even of the best films. Because I was like, I don't even, I don't even know. Everything's kind of just the same. And so I just put together the list of like, you know, these are great. Turn your brain off, have some fun. And then just some other mediocre ones that aren't terrible, but they're just, they're a film. It's a movie. You could watch it if you want. If you're bored. You could leave your friends behind too. <laughs> you can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. Because if, if they don't dance, do then they don't dance. They have no friends of mine. Ah, what's that, uh, 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 Saving Silverman? When does that show up on the list? That is a funny film. Anyway, yes. I don't know. That is 2007. Let us know, what are your thoughts on the year 2007 and the films in it? Do you find something, like, above the rest? Do you find everything kind of on the same level, mediocre? Do you like any of the films we said are good fun? Let us know down below. And we will probably answer, but maybe not sometimes. You never know. Shh. <laughs> to be honest, we appreciate all your comments and stuff. And, and it's a mystery. Just sometimes we don't reply. It's Look, terrible. No. Us. We have to get better. It's... We have to get better. Let's be honest here. Matt, we're just building suspense. We're building tension. That's Yes, but eventually, Cause, cause... No, no, to build you see... tension, you actually have to show up. 
No, you can see they're going to keep thinking they're going to we're going to lull them with a false sense of security where it's like they're never, ever going to respond to my comments. And then, boom, one day just responses everywhere. And then, you know, you're selling it. You're selling it. You're selling it. <laughs> you slap it on it. You sell it. You sell it. You sell it. What was that from? That's funny. Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, slatch, you slap it on lunch boxes. Yeah. And, and then you're selling it. it. You're selling it. You're selling it. Yeah. You're selling it. Yeah. Classic Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I could just go back to my default Goldblum question, but like, uh, you know. Yeah, <laughs> if you could replace Jeff Goldblum with anyone in any of the movies, the 40 movies that you mentioned, uh, who, who would you replace it with? Like everybody, I guess? I don't know. <laughs> Especially <laughs> just, John McClane, trans- right? Yeah. No, Transformers, but it's just Jeff Goldblum transforming into bigger Jeff Goldblums. I would, I would, I would switch out Jeff Goldblum, like Megan Fox with Jeff Goldblum, because I think that would be so funny. <laughs> Keep the same, same costumes on. and everything. <laughs> exactly, same shit, same stuff, but like just Jeff Goldblum. That'd be great. Oh my gosh, same, you him know and Shia LaBeouf making out. <sighs> Someone made a YouTube video of that. That'd be pretty funny. Anyway, I'd watch it. Let us know what you guys think of 2007 down below. <laughs> okay, Ethan, question of the day, man. Hit us. What's up? What do you All got right, for so us? So last night I watched, well, I guess last night being Thursday night. So a few nights before this releases, I watched Police Academy for the first time. Oh, yeah. I don't get it. I don't get why it's revered so high as like a classic movie. Because to me... It was funny, I guess. Like it was, it was too serious to be a comedy, but it was not serious enough to be a cop drama. <laughs> and like they were trying to go for this wacky, weird, almost airplane esque style of parody, but they didn't go far enough with it. But then there's like serious threats and drama by the end of it. Like it was just such a weird movie. But everyone talks about how great it is. And I just, I didn't land for me. So that being my answer to the question, my question to you, Matt, what's a movie that everyone's like super like hyped up for you and talked like so highly about that you watched and you're like, what is this nonsense? And why do people like this so much? Hmm. That's a good question. I got to think about that for a sec. I don't. Something that someone's also me up on. (laughs) While you're thinking like that, I also have to add Police Academy does not age well in the slightest. Like it is, it did not, time did not treat that movie well. Because <laughs> a, a lot of the jokes and a lot of things they went for, oh, did, it does not age, does not age to 2021 very well. Yeah. Like a lot of films do, but like that one specifically for the amount that, again, people talk about it still to this day, like it was just so mediocre. Like it wasn't, bad but it wasn't good it was just there <laughs> it existed hmm. honestly man like i would have to say like probably my biggest disappointment was the first time i watched napoleon dynamite like the second time i thought was super funny like and i know i already said that but i honestly can't even think of a time where someone's been like this movie is the best movie ever and then i watch it and i'm like this is not the best movie ever like, is there one that you heard? Um, other than, like, like a... anything my brother's ever told me to watch? Oh, okay. Fair enough. Here we go. Um, uh, what's that? Something Hardcore Henry or something. 
Yeah, I know what you're talking My about. My brother's like, amazing movie. And I was like, I think you need a new definition of what an amazing movie is, but well, even like, it's um, not that great. Prosser was excited for that one. He watched it and like, he was like, no, it's good. Like, you should see it, but it's not like doesn't doesn't shatter anything like it's not like oh my like, gosh best movie ever but like like there's lots of films that like you see in trailers that you get excited about and stuff right and you actually watch them in theaters and you're like this is trash uh like that happens a lot like i don't think i've had anything anyone ever recommends to me like you have to see like... this and you're just like meh I get, like, like I don't think that happens too much. I must have a good like circle of people who recommend me stuff. I were guess, there any or... like classic movies or anything that was like deemed a classic that didn't line up for you or not yet? Actually, you know what? I guess recently, if it's a classic and everyone's like, "Oh man, best one ever," I would have to say like The Godfather Two. Like everyone says that's the better one, and I'm like, I kind of prefer the first, first one, one is to be the honest. Best one. Like, I consider the first one to be the better one. Like, and the second one wasn't terrible, but I didn't feel like it was as great as everyone says it was. It's a redundant story. It just repeats the same thing that the first one tells you and then fits in, shoehorns in a story about Vito when he's younger. And Yeah, the Vito when he, like, and those two stories never really seemed to connect to me, or at least I didn't get, uh, fully understand the connection. Um but like but even michael's story it wasn't the same as the first one it was it was vastly different between what well, they just, were doing like it was because in the first one it was like michael's fall from grace right like it was a very negative character arc but like in the second one it's just like how he's running the family and then like how shit starts falling apart right instead of like rise to power it's kind of like his fall from his fall well, from I mean. grace kind of thing you know? it's this but that's what i mean it's the same story as the first one because we saw him go from that whole like i don't want to be in the family business and he falls and becomes the head of the family business. Like, it's that same arc of, like, I he says he's going to do a thing, and then he fails to do that thing by the end of it. Yeah, I guess, the third if you look at it from that way, yeah. The, the third one's even the same thing, too, where it's like, I am going to go completely legit, and I'll be fine, and then he just, he doesn't. It's, it's, and then he doesn't. <laughs> it's, it's the Godfather conundrum. And, like, to me, it just, it's the first one was all that needed to happen. Yeah, like so I agree I with like, you there. I liked. I honestly preferred the Vito stuff. Like I was like, why didn't we just make a whole movie about young Vito? Yeah, I would. That would have been really interesting. Or make Michael's stuff the side story compared to like Vito's stuff because that was and like interesting and it had a satisfying conclusion at the end. And again, have them connect. Yeah, like there was just it was weird. Like they were just two separate stories. So. I guess if I would say someone who's like, yes, this is a classic, I would have to go with Godfather 2. And while I don't think it's terrible, it was not as good as the first one. Well, yeah, and that's Police Academy was the same thing for me, where it's like it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't nearly as good as half the other comedies that come out in that era. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I'd say. Like most things, yeah, that are recommended to me, I haven't had too many issues with. Um, Minus a couple few, but yeah, if we're talking classics, that would be my answer. Uh, so what about you guys? Has anyone ever recommended a movie to you or like hyped it up so much and then you watch it and you're just like, what the hell is this crap? This is terrible. Let us know down below. Or if there's a classic that everyone's like, this is a classic and you're like, no, it's not. 
Classic for who? That's, that's <laughs> a classic here. failure. <laughs> yeah, this is a classic face plant. So, classic. Womp. Classic. 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 Anyway, that's right. about it. Yeah, I think that wraps up today's episode. I think we're doing well on time here. We're just a nice little middle point. We're not trying to go too short. We felt half an hour was too short, and I think you guys did too. Uh, but not, like, again, too long. Nice middle ground here. So that's what we're rolling for. Uh, those were our films of 2007, where we thought were the best, or that we thought, you know, were just a lot of fun you could enjoy. So I hope you enjoy those films. Again, let us know what you thought of the year 2007. And then also answer Ethan's question of the day. Is there something that's been really hyped up for you? And if there is, and then you just were disappointed when you watched it, let us know. Other than that, Ethan, my friend, where can they find you? You can find me at Instagram, uh, Ethan R. Hill. You can find me on YouTube at Ethan R. Hill. And you can find my... Yeah, sorry. Um, I forgot completely where you can find my film. That's at realhouse.org. <laughs> Just search up damned rights and you can find it, you can rent it, buy it, download it, all that fun stuff. I have some copies in my house. I just stop on by anytime, guys. <laughs> like, I do, though, but it's also pandemic, so, like, please do not so stop don't by. come here. <laughs> but I do have copies at my house. Awesome, man. Awesome. How about you, Matt? Uh, you can find me in the only place that matters, my YouTube channel, Storytellers for Life. Go check it out. It's all about helping people believe in their dreams, live their purpose, tell their stories and i just got the opportunity to sit down with an upcoming author whose novel is going to be coming out in a couple days sarah deward uh and be able to hear her story and the first part of that interview just went on my channel tonight so go check it out she's really just a really great genuine person and it's her story from like small town girl with a dream to publish an author so if you're going on your own journey in life it's just she, she shares some really great stuff that I think we're all going to be able to connect with and uh, learn some lessons from as well. So it's really great. Go check it out. It's an excellent interview. Uh, Storytellers for Life. It's on YouTube. Just Google it. You'll find it. Probably. Find it. Watch it. I'm sure there's a link below too, but you know, whatever. <laughs> well, we'll see. However you want to do it, you'll get there. You'll make it. You'll make it. Anyway, that's pretty much it for us, guys. We will see you back here next week. Same time, same place, as always. I'm Matthew Aitlu, and with me as always is... Ethan R. Hill. Have a good one, guys. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. So long. Toodaloo. Peace. Peace and love. Oh, Ringo's back. <laughs>